This morning, I received an email from the Denison Forum, and the headline read this way. It says, Matt Chandler placed on leave from the Village Church. And then let me read the opening paragraphs to this email, which goes out to literally hundreds of thousands of people. So this is very public. More than likely, many of you listening to my voice, you have received this email as well. It says, when Matt Chandler became pastor of Highland Village First Baptist Church in 2002, the church averaged 116 attendants. Now known as the Village Church, the DFW area congregation has planted multiple churches and has grown to over 14,000 attendees. Chandler was diagnosed with brain cancer in 2009, but was declared cancer-free a year later following medical treatment. By the way, he went through that in a very courageous way. I, I very much admire the way he handled that. Uh, this email goes on. He has written numerous books, leads the Acts 29 Network, a church planning partnership with more than 400 churches in the United States and around the world. Then came an announcement yesterday that shocked everyone who knows Matt Chandler and his ministry. Now, I would not normally even discuss this, except that it obviously has already received broad public exposure through uh, the Denison Forum, and I'm sure in many other places. This was actually, it's posted on YouTube, so this is something that is very public. But I just felt like I ought to share with you what Matt Chandler had to say yesterday. This is a tragedy. As you're listening, I think you ought to be praying for him his wife, and his family, and the church. It's a little hard to determine what exactly was taking place, but it obviously is very unfortunate. It is tragic, and we need to be lifting up this brother and his family and this body of believers. This is Matt Chandler, and his remarks are filled with, I think, genuine humility. He is a very gifted individual, and I'm not surprised that obviously the enemy has has been trying to to attack him and at some level may have been successful. Hey guys, it, I know it, it just feels like, oh my gosh, what's coming? So so let me, I'm, I'm the lead pastor of this church. I plan on being the lead pastor of this church for the next 20 years. Um, but I do need to, It's harder seeing you. Several months ago, um, a woman approached me um, outside here in the foyer. Um, she had some concerns for how I was DMing on Instagram with a friend of hers. Um, I, I didn't think I had done anything wrong in that. My wife knew that. Her husband knew that. Um, and, and yet there were a couple of things that she said that were disorienting to me. Um, and so I immediately um, came into the room. I found Chairman of the Elder Boards, Jason Swords, found Josh Patterson, other lead pastor, and said, this is what this person just told me. Uh, and then I went home. Lauren wasn't with me that night. And I told Lauren, this is what was said to me um, tonight. Um, from there, uh, the elders began to look into, because that's what they're supposed to do. Uh, because we cannot be a church where anyone uh, is above the scriptures and above the high heavenly call uh, into Christ Jesus. And so they looked into um, the, the conversation between me and um, this other woman. 
uh, and they had some concerns. Um, and those concerns were not that our messaging was romantic or sexual. It, it was that our conversations were unguarded and unwise. And because I don't ever want there to be secrets between us, the concerns were really about frequency and familiarity. We believe in brother-sister relationships here. Um, and yet there was a frequency that moved past that, and there was a familiarity that played itself out in coarse and foolish joking. It's unbefitting uh, of someone in my position as a lead pastor and as an elder. I'm held to a higher standard and fell short of that higher standard. Um, so, so the elders have decided, and I think they're right, that my inability to see what I was in uh, probably has some revealing some unhealth in me. And I don't know if that's tied to the pace I run or the difficulty of the last six, seven years, but I agree with them. Um, and so in their grace to me and my family, um, they've decided, and again, I think they're right, um, to put me on a leave of absence, um, uh, starting uh, immediately from preaching and teaching at um, the village church. If I'm on, I'm just really embarrassed. Feel stupid. Thank you. Feel dumb. Feel like I'm embarrassing my wife and kids. Putting a ton of pressure on our staff. Feel like I've fallen short for you. And you might even be hearing, you might even be a Christian. You might be hearing me saying this like, what the H? But the word of God holds me to a certain standard, and, and I, need to, I need to live into that, and, and I fell short, and man, I'm, I'm apologizing to my family, to you, to all involved in this situation, and um, I, some things I love. I love that our elders engaged at the level they did. You know how easy this would have been to make it nothing and just let me not address whatever this is? Super grateful that the elders have loved us and walked with us the way that they have. Um, super grateful for you. I'm super hopeful for what's to come in the future. But, but I need to breathe. Uh, and that's both discipline, both discipline and development. Um, and so, man, in time, forgive me. I love you. Eager for the other side of this, whatever God has for us. And so let me pray for us. Uh, and then Josh will step in and uh, lead us in the service. Father, I love these people. Thank you for giving them to me and me to them. I thank you that the whole ethos of this family is that you take crappy things and you turn them beautiful in time. Bless them in the name of Jesus. I just pray if there's any kind of church hurt or I knew it or God that you would minister to that place. Pray if there be anybody in here who has their own embarrassment, stupid thing that they would fling themselves on your mercy. praise you that your grace is sufficient for all things. It's for your beautiful name I pray. Amen. Amen.
except for the grace of God, this could happen to any one of us. But there's something we need to recognize, and that is we are in a spiritual battle. Let's get it. Let's understand that. And that we, as followers of Christ, we are the target. And those of us that have a position of leadership, we are the bullseye. And the enemy is incredibly capable of manipulating. It's difficult to determine exactly what this is all about. But in view of, I think, confusion that maybe you have, there was right after Matt spoke. And again, pray for him, pray for his family, and pray for this body of believers. Now, Josh Patterson, who is uh, one of the lead pastors at the Village Church, went on to give a little more of an explanation. I can play part of it. Uh, Listen to this. I think it's important for you to put it in context. I realize that is uh, disorienting news. It's hard. It's heavy. uh, It's shocking. And really, depending on who you are and how you came in and your story and your background and all types of different things, it lands on you specifically in a very personal way as it lands on us generally in a very corporate way. And so I just want to pause to recognize that and tell you that that's okay and that's absolutely normal. Uh, This has been a weighty thing. Uh, It's been a hard thing. And I pray that the Lord would minister to you as he has to me and to so many of us uh, in this season and in the season to come. What I'm going to try and do now is just come behind what Matt said and offer uh, some further clarity. Because regardless of how that hit you, I trust that clarity is helpful. Uh, And so I'm going to read some things here. I'm going to try and pace it in such a way uh, that we can hear it. The first thing that I want to do is I do want to thank the individual who brought this to Matt. That's no small thing. It took a ton of courage. It took a ton of conviction. And the way that this person handled that and the fact that this person came forward and had that discussion is really meaningful and really significant, and we're all really grateful for it. And so I do want to say thank you. The concerns were about Matt's use of social media, of one-on-one communication with a woman who was not his wife. As Matt said, he immediately brought those concerns to Jason Swords, who's the chairman of our elder board, and to me immediately that same night, went home and shared it with Lauren. You need to know this, that Matt has wholeheartedly been submissive to the elders as overseers. That's significant. That's important for you to know. He's never denied or resisted. There's been times of confusion, a time when we needed to press into clarity. And so what we did in this is we commissioned an outside independent review of his messages. This was conducted by an independent law firm. Matt provided full access to his cell phone, emails, and all technological platforms. He fully cooperated. It's also important for you to know what the report found and what it did not find. The investigator's report led the elders to conclude that Matt did indeed violate our internal social media use policies, and more importantly than that, while the overarching pattern of his life is one of being above reproach, he did fail to meet the first Timothy standard for an elder being above reproach here in this instance. And this, of course, is a tragic situation to say the least. 
a lot of people are going to be hurt, upset, wondering what in the world really happened, what went on, a lot of questions. But let me just encourage you, as I encourage myself, we don't put our confidence in any individual other than the person of Jesus Christ. Don't put your confidence in anyone else but the Savior. Be grateful for those who minister effectively to you and to others. Thank the Lord for them. Pray for them, but don't put your confidence in them. They, too, can come under the attack of the enemy. And they can do things that are dishonoring to the Lord. We're all more than capable of that, are we not? And let's remember that no temptation is overtaking you that is not common to man. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13. But God is faithful. The question is, will we be? He will not let us be tempted beyond our ability, but with the temptation will provide a way to escape that we may endure it. When we come under temptation to do something that is ill-advised, wrong, we have the capacity to flee as the Spirit of God would guide us. And we need to respond to that and take every thought captive in obedience to Christ. I'm John Eder. This is Live the Word. And uh, again, be in prayer. If you'd like additional information on our ministry, just go to livetheword.org. Again, you can find us at livetheword.org.